Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber. It is great to be with you, and I'd like to apologize to all of my listeners and podcast downloaders and digital subscribers that it has been a show, uh, well, a, a week with a scarcity of World Soccer Radio shows. So I apologize for that. And the explanation that I will give you is, quite honestly, that we've had been doing some technical upgrades here in the studio, and um, the last couple of days haven't gone quite as planned. <laughs> but they are all done and taken care of, and I am back, and I will be back with you, and I apologize, because it has been a terrific week of football. As a Liverpool fan, I have to tell you, it's been a disturbing week of football. But having said that, I have been around the block enough times to be able to take a couple of steps back and enjoy the spectacle, quite frankly, for what it is. Because what a season we're having in the Premier League. Let's get into it in depth, in detail. Uh, we've got some, also some massive matches in the Premier League coming up this weekend, including a really... Uh, enormously important match at Anfield, no longer a fortress uh, between Liverpool and Manchester City. Uh, let's get into it. We're going to talk about that. We've got Wolves-Leicester, a struggling Tottenham Hotspur taking on West Brom, a struggling Arsenal once again taking on Villa. Uh, the stories just keep coming, and we have a huge match at Old Trafford on the anniversary of the Munich disaster. And when we come back after break, I've got a few things I want to talk about regarding fandom as we look to the anniversary of the Munich disaster. We are presented by betonline.ag. Let them be your online sportsbook experts. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast on Sports Overnight America for all of you early birds. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Radio. Big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces radio network or our digital platforms, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning SiriusXM app. Great to be with you. I'll be right back after this. Let's get it all kicked off here on World Soccer Radio. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM. iHeartRadio, tune in, award-winning Sirius XM app, and the American Forces Radio Network. And look, the Super Bowl is coming up on uh, Sunday. I think the Super Bowl Sunday this week, 7th, this weekend. But not only that, but we got like this incredible Sunday match at Anfield between Liverpool and Man City. We've got Aston Villa Arsenal we've got the Champions League getting ready to start up again there are so many great sports events going on right now and if you're looking for a place to bet on any of this go to betonline.ag it's the best and the only place to lock it in they've got game spreads and totals and in terms of prop bets they've got everything that you could want teams player coaching props 
you know, red cards, yellow cards, top goal scorers. They've got everything you want. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online, and they've always got that online casino that never closes, just like the casinos here. And by the way, I was at one yesterday. I was at Red Rock yesterday. Never closes also, but if you're not in Las Vegas like I am, Bet Online never closes. Head over there. That's betonline.ag. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, betonline.ag. Sign up today and make Bet Online your online sportsbook experts. And as I like to tell you on this show, it's a lot of fun to wager on sports. It really is. It kind of adds a totally different dimension to your sports fandom and makes you interested in matches and games that you wouldn't normally be interested in. And so for in that regard, it's a lot of fun. It really spices it up. Particularly if you go for some of these crazy prop bets, it makes it even more fun. But I do want to tell you, do it responsibly. Don't wager more money than you can afford to use as your entertainment money. Make it your entertainment and not your lifestyle, and then you'll be better off. Look, we've got some massive matches coming up over the weekend, and we, we're going to look back at the week in the Premier League. We'll get, uh, the last segment, we'll do the full preview. We'll kind of run through it as fast as we can. Uh, But there are some really, really big stories percolating outside of just the results. The first of all is that there is a big match at Old Trafford uh, between Everton and Manchester United um, on the anniversary of the Munich air disaster, which took place in 1958. Um. One of the things that always strikes me and one of the things that's a lot of fun about being a soccer fan, for example, in international football, and I'm in America, so I'm saying soccer, but you know what I mean. An international soccer fan, uh, a fan of leagues like the Premier League versus, say, the NBA, and to a degree the NFL, and, and no disrespect to fans of American sports. We know you love your teams and you come up, but there's nothing quite like the cheeky atmosphere that goes on in a Premier League championship or English European football stadium. I mean, the fans like to have a right go at each other. And I don't mean in silly ways of holding up a big D in a fence and yelling D fence. And that, you know, you don't need cheerleaders to make you scream. Uh, It's a totally different fan experience. And the fans do push and the limit of propriety on more than one occasion. And sometimes it's very funny. Uh, you know, this is, uh, I'll put, to put it this way, if we were only on Sirius XM, I would happily tell you some of these stories. But we are on a lot of terrestrial stations as well on Sports Overnight America on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. So I don't wish to get anyone into trouble with the FCC. So I will not relay some of the really hysterical stories about seven-year-old girls standing on the seats yelling obscenities and hurling the c-word at the referees uh for example at highbury the stadium now long gone uh or some of the really really funny uh, I'll, I'll relay one to you very funny i remember uh i went to a uh, i was at uh, anfield and it was uh, and, uh, newcastle playing liverpool this had to have been well it was Aaron, alan shearer's last appearance for Newcastle at Anfield. And Mike Riley was the referee. And he made calls but on both sides, some really, really bad calls along the way. 
And I remember the entire stadium of Anfield, uh, Newcastle supporters, Liverpool supporters, all standing up singing, Riley, Riley, you're a C-word. Riley, you're a C-word. So, you know, they can push the boundaries. But where we do, and I personally draw the line, is when we look at events of enormous tragedy, the Munich air disaster, Hillsborough, Heisel, the list goes on. Those are times for fans of opposing teams to come together in solidarity. Because at the end of the day, despite what Bill Shankly said, football, well, it is just a game. And these tragedies, whether it's a Munich air disaster, which still resonates today in Manchester, for amongst United supporters and United fans. And the club itself, it becomes an integral part of the fabric of that club. Same thing with Hillsborough. These are not opportunities at ribbing your your rivals. This is a time to come together in solidarity and remember that we are all flesh and blood. We all have families. A Man United supporters or a Manchester United team player from 1958 who died in that crash. His family loves him just as much as someone else's family. Now, I'm thankful that, you know, we're seeing less and less of this kind of really bad behavior. We still see some of it, and I just don't think it's funny, and I don't think it's it's not even a function of political correctness or going overboard. Listen, my former co-host on my previously hugely popular show, as those of you that may have been following me for 20 years, know what happened. You know, you can cross the line, and when you cross the line, you better be prepared to dial it back, because people, it stops becoming sport, it stops becoming fun. And it starts becoming really, really hurtful, and I don't mean the hurt of seeing your team lose. Or in the case of my of my former host, the same one that was in trouble, the, the hurt of having to be in therapy because he was convinced he would die before he saw Chelsea win the title. <laughs> Which, yeah, I could thank God for Roman Abramovich, I guess. But at the end of the day, this stuff is serious. I expect a huge response on the field from Man United. I expect... Now, there won't be a ton of fans in attendance, obviously, because of COVID. Um, And honestly, uh, Everton fans generally are not the type of fans that would be wildly disrespectful uh, at a stadium while there's uh, some silence and a tribute to the victims of the Munich air disaster going on anyway. uh, But just a thought. I I wanted to use it as an opportunity to talk about it, about the great things about being a football fan is that you can push the limit. You can. It becomes more, it is more than a game. It's not about stats. It's about passion, driving passion. All sports about passion, right? But there is a line, and that line has to be drawn. And so we will remember the victims of the Munich air disaster from 1958 this weekend. I expect we'll get a big response from Man United on the pitch from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's men, and I'm sure Alex Ferguson will be in attendance at the stadium, and let's give them their due, okay? Anyway, loads of matches to get to. That was a big story. That is a big story. 
Um, some other big stories are rolling around the league right now. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, by the way, he, here's another one, kind of a fun story. We're talking about Wrexham, by the way. Uh, Wrexham have been taken over by Ryan R- Ryan Reynolds, the a- the actor, the same guy that I think owns. Uh, he has a great commercials, but actually, I think he owns the company. He owns um, what was it Boost Mobile, and he owns the uh, the club now with uh, Rob uh, McElhenney. Uh, it's a national national league. It's a, it's a it's a it's, you know it's a national league club. It's uh, Wrexham. Anyway, good stuff to see. Look, I'm about out of time. When we come back, let's look back at the matches midweek, and then of course last segment, I will give you my patented pundits Premier League preview and prognostication show. Don't go anywhere. This is World Soccer Radio. All right, well, folks, uh, welcome back. World Soccer Radio. We all know the Super Bowl is coming up. And, well, the time is running out for you to fill your belly during the Super Bowl. But never fear, there's loads of other big matches for you to participate in with our newest sponsor, Kansas City Stakes. And, you know, with every new year comes loads of big games. And we have Champions League kicking off again. Premier League's well, well ongoing. What do we have? 18 games left, 19 games left. But with the big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts that you crave to celebrate the playoffs and that big game. Visit kansascitystakes.com slash game day. Save up to $25 on combos. That's perfect for your game day. Plus get free shipping with code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V. Use that at checkout for free shipping. Try out the snack pack combo. Features small plates with big flavors like mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. Every order is flash frozen and is delivered directly to your home. Make sure your neighbors don't see because they may try to grab it, you know? Hopefully you have one of those cameras on your doorbell. Your satisfaction is guaranteed or you get your money back. Basically, Every cut of steak imaginable, plus they got appetizers, desserts, barbecue, so much more. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Use it at checkout. Get yourself some free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. Go there now. And uh, I can tell you, I have ordered from Kansas City Steaks, and I have been nothing but thrilled with what has come to my door. Uh, what did not thrill me, unlike Kansas City Stakes, I might add, was our midweek matches in the Premier League. Uh, because I did very, very poorly, once again, on my match predictions for you. And I will look back, and we can we can do a post-mortem on my match predictions. And indeed, post-mortem, probably the right word. <laughs> because if you bet big money on what picks I gave you, uh, for midweek, you probably committed suicide. <laughs> I hope not. I'm not mean to, to make life light of that, but it, it, you know what I mean. All right, uh, let's go back and take a look at how uh, what my picks were and how we did. Let's start with the Tuesday matches. Sheffield United, West Bromwich Albion. Hey, you know, Bramall Lane? I, I, I knew the Blades were having a little bit of a resurgence. Look, their form last season was actually pretty decent. They, they sort of 
outperformed expectations despite a late uh, season slump. They hit the ground this season with, with, I think, the worst record in the history of the Premier League, which was absolutely bizarre because, quite frankly, they just weren't that bad of a team last year. I mean, they belonged in the Premier League, but kind of lower end of the table for sure. But, you know, they did a good job. They played some great football. They got a few results. And I think what happened the first 17 games of this season where they didn't win a single one. In fact, they lost every game but one. They just had no luck. The rub of the green, not with them whatsoever. And it just seemed like, you know, game 17, they were winless. It was going to go 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. It just looked like there was no pulling out from this sort of, you know, this uh, tailspin, uh, nosedive of death. Let's put it that way. But you know what? The last five games, they've had three wins now and um, and two losses. The losses came to Manchester City, no surprise. And uh, so that wasn't much of a surprise. And Tottenham, I mean, two teams you would expect them to lose. But they beat Newcastle. They beat Man United, which was a shocker, right? And they beat this weekend West Bromwich Albion 2-1 at Bramall Lane. Sheffield United win. I picked a draw. That was a dud result for me. Uh, we will all agree, less than perfect. And, you know, speaking of that, I mean, West Brom are another one of these teams. We're going to get into them where <clears throat> I think the team is actually better than the results they're putting on the board. But, but West Brom is a team that isn't sort of pulling out of this slump. And they have a horrible... Both these teams have tough matches coming up. Chelsea and Tottenham, respectively. Um, but we'll get into that in the next segment. Wolves-Arsenal was the next match. Now, this one, I told you, Arsenal on a roll. Finding a bit of that big mo. The nil-nil against United, but then they had that big win against Southampton and the big win against Newcastle, the draw against Palace. And, the, you know, Arsenal hadn't lost a match since 19th of December when they lost against uh, Everton, I think it was. And in that period of eight matches, they had, well, seven matches, they'd had six wins and two draws. So Arsenal on a roll, seemingly finding the scoring touch, finding the momentum, good defensively. This, to me, was Arsenal visiting a wounded Wolverhampton Wanderers at Molyneux, uh, a team that hadn't won since... Uh, the 15th of December when they beat Chelsea. Team that's had one win, okay, one win in 11, in 12, in 11 matches. Uh, for me, this was an Arsenal win. Well, you know, once again, uh, if there was a hat, I would be eating it because Wolverhampton Wanderers beat Arsenal at home 2-1. I was dead wrong on that one. If you put money on Wolves, by the way, at two, uh, plus 235, uh, you were probably pretty happy. A Man United, Southampton. Well, this one, I did pick Man United to win. I did not expect a 9-0 scoreline. Uh, we can talk about this match. Uh, I thought, you know, it was, it was tough. But uh, the red card was fair. And you shouldn't concede nine goals even when you're down to ten men against Man United. Against any team. Uh, Southampton, despite the huge upset of the win against Liverpool, I think this team is in some serious, serious trouble right now. Their results on the pitch are shocking, to say the least, um, despite the odd 
upset. Southampton have now lost four in a row. We're talking conceding two goals to Leeds, three goals to Arsenal. Uh, they conceded a goal to Villa and nine to United. That's nine, ten, uh, thirteen, fifteen goals they've conceded in four matches. Think about that for a minute. In four matches, they've conceded 15 goals, and they have scored one. Wow. That's some horrible stuff. Okay, Southampton in a tailspin. I did pick United. They did win. We don't need to go over this one in too much detail. All right, next one up, Newcastle Crystal Palace. Now, this one I was pretty sure was going to be a draw. Um, I felt that you know Newcastle uh, were a team that despite having any spark of that much excitement were capable of stymieing really attacking teams and teams with a lot of pace uh, and then when John Joe Shelby scored like right at the beginning of the game I thought well you know okay but I think actually what it did in some respects is it forced a change in how they played and I think it was uh you know I, I don't know I think Steve Bruce is a crappy manager You know, okay, Crystal Palace, when you have uh, Batswahi and you have Zaha, uh, you know, always dangerous, right? Always dangerous. Jordan Ayew. I mean, they've got good players. But I didn't pick them to win. I thought this would be a draw. Palace win away, plus 165. By the way, they were the bookmakers' favorites, so clearly the bookmakers knew more than I did in that game so there we go let's move along the Sunday games Fulham Leicester City I thought Leicester who had been struggling a little bit as of late uh, a little two game stinker they lost against Everton a uh, drew against Everton then they lost 3-1 at home against Leeds I thought eh you know they're away at Craven Cottage small pitch difficult to play not so uh, it turns out Fulham that was not the upset Leicester City won and at minus 109, they probably deserved it. Uh, Burnley, Man City. I did pick Man City to win, and they did. That should be no surprise. Although probably, maybe the surprise on that match wasn't that they won. It was that it was only two goals. But, you know, two goals is all you need to do. Uh, Leeds, Everton. Once again, I thought Leeds might get it done at Ellen Road, scoring a lot of goals. High-paced team. You know, I keep forgetting how physical Everton are, though, when I do these match predictions, which is something we're going to talk about with the Man United match in the next segment. Uh, but regardless, uh, there you have it. Um, Everton actually winning this one at Ellen Road. I'm wrong again. Aston Villa, West Ham. I had predicted that this would be a draw. Um, you know, Villa have a way about them. Uh, they can be very good when they're away from home. At home, not so good. But, you know, the Hammers are impressing me right now. They get a 3-1 away victory at Villa Park. I didn't get that result. Well done, Aston Villa. And finally, I don't know what to say about Liverpool-Brighton. Uh, I love Liverpool. They're my team. They're tired. They're short of ideas. They're lacking in confidence right now. They're certainly missing their solid defense that they've used to, used to be having. And um, I think this team is in some trouble. Uh, they will pull out, but this match coming up this weekend is of enormous import to them uh, in terms of being able to defend or at least have a say in defending their title. Uh, they don't look as good, quite frankly, as any of the other teams right now 
in the, the other three teams in the top four. Having said that, I don't think it's like super emergency time. I think this is really just a function of fatigue, injuries. And look, every team has a horrible schedule and injuries. But there's also another thing going on. And let's get to it on the other side of the break. And we'll get to it when we talk about the Liverpool-Manchester City game coming up in the Premier League. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Gieber. I've got to go to break. I'll be right back after this. All right, well, folks, uh, welcome back. World Soccer Radio. We all know the Super Bowl is coming up. And, well, the time is running out for you to fill your belly during the Super Bowl. But never fear, there's loads of other big matches for you to participate in with our newest sponsor, Kansas City Stakes. And, you know, with every new year comes loads of big games. And we have Champions League kicking off again. Premier League, well, well ongoing. What do we have? 18 games left, 19 games left. But with the big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts that you crave to celebrate the playoffs and that big game. Visit kansascitystakes.com slash game day. Save up to $25 on combos. That's perfect for your game day. Plus get free shipping with code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V. Use that at checkout for free shipping. Try out the Snack Pack Combo. Features small plates with big flavors like mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. Every order is flash frozen and is delivered directly to your home. Make sure your neighbors don't see because they may try to grab it, you know? Hopefully you have one of those cameras on your doorbell. Your satisfaction is guaranteed or you get your money back. Basically, Every cut of steak imaginable, plus they got appetizers, desserts, barbecue, so much more. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Use it at checkout. Get yourself some free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. Go there now. And uh, I can tell you, I have ordered from Kansas City Steaks, and I have been nothing but thrilled with what has come to my door. Uh, what did not thrill me, unlike Kansas City Stakes, I might add, was our midweek matches in the Premier League. Uh, because I did very, very poorly, once again, on my match predictions for you. And I will look back, and we can we can do a post-mortem on my match predictions. And indeed, post-mortem, probably the right word. <laughs> because if you bet big money on what I gave you, uh, for midweek, you probably committed suicide. <laughs> I hope not. I'm not mean to, to make life light of that, but it, it, you know what I mean. All right, uh, let's go back and take a look at how uh, what my picks were and how we did. Let's start with the Tuesday matches. Sheffield United, West Bromwich Albion. Hey, you know, Bramall Lane? I, I, I knew the Blades were having a little bit of a resurgence. Look, their form last season was actually pretty decent. They, they sort of outperformed expectations despite a late... Uh, season slump they hit the ground this season with with I think the worst record in the history of the Premier League which was absolutely bizarre because quite frankly they just weren't that bad of a team last year I mean they belonged in the Premier League 
Well, kind of lower end of the table for sure. But, you know, they did a good job. They played some great football. They got a few results. And I think what happened the first 17 games of this season where they didn't win a single one. In fact, they lost every game but one. They just had no luck. The rub of the green, not with them whatsoever. And it just seemed like, you know, game 17, they were winless. It was going to go 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. It just looked like there was no pulling out from this sort of, you know, this uh, tailspin, uh, nosedive of death. Let's put it that way. But you know what? The last five games, they've had three wins now and um, and two losses. The losses came to Manchester City, no surprise. And uh, so that wasn't much of a surprise. And Tottenham, I mean, two teams you would expect them to lose. But they beat Newcastle. They beat Man United, which was a shocker, right? And they beat this weekend West Bromwich Albion 2-1 at Bramall Lane. Sheffield United win. I picked a draw. That was a dud result for me. Uh, we will all agree, less than perfect. And, you know, speaking of that, I mean, West Brom are another one of these teams. We're going to get into them where <clears throat> I think the team is actually better than the results they're putting on the board. But but West Brom is a team that isn't sort of pulling out of this slump. And they have a horrible... Both these teams have tough matches coming up. Chelsea and Tottenham, respectively. Um, but we'll get into that in the next segment. Wolves-Arsenal was the next match. Now, this one, I told you, Arsenal on a roll. Finding a bit of that big mo. The nil-nil against United, but then they had that big win against Southampton and the big win against Newcastle, the draw against Palace. And, the, you know, Arsenal hadn't lost a match since 19th of December when they lost against uh, Everton, I think it was. And in that period of eight matches, they had, well, seven matches, they'd had six wins and two draws. So Arsenal on a roll, seemingly finding the scoring touch, finding the momentum, good defensively. This, to me, was Arsenal visiting a wounded Wolverhampton Wanderers at Molyneux, uh, a team that hadn't won since uh, the 15th of December when they beat Chelsea. team that's had one win, okay, one win in... 11 in 12 in 11 matches uh, for me this was an arsenal win well you know once again uh if there was a hat i would be eating it because wolverhampton wanderers beat arsenal at home 2-1 i was dead wrong on that one if you put money on wolves by the way at two a plus 235 uh, you were probably pretty happy a uh, man united southampton well this one i did pick man united to win I did not expect a 9-0 scoreline. Uh, we can talk about this match. Uh, I thought, you know, it was it was tough. But uh, the red card was fair. And you shouldn't concede nine goals even when you're down to ten men against Man United. Against any team. Uh, Southampton, despite the huge upset of the win against Liverpool, I think this team is in some serious, serious trouble right now. Their results on the pitch are shocking, to say the least, um, despite the odd upset. Southampton have now lost four in a row. We're talking conceding two goals to Leeds, three goals to Arsenal. Uh, they conceded a goal to Villa and nine to United. That's 9-10, uh, 13, 15 goals they've conceded in four matches. 
Think about that for a minute. In four matches, they've conceded 15 goals, and they have scored one. Wow. That's some horrible stuff. Okay, Southampton in a tailspin. I did pick United. They did win. We don't need to go over this one in too much detail. All right, next one up, Newcastle Crystal Palace. Now, this one, I was pretty sure was going to be a draw. Um, I felt that, you know, Newcastle uh, were a team that, despite having any spark of that much excitement, were capable of stymieing, really attacking teams and teams with a lot of pace. Uh, and then when John Joe Shelby scored, like right at the beginning of the game, I thought, well, you know, okay. But I think actually what it did in some respects is it forced a change in how they played. And I think it was, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think Steve Bruce is a crappy manager. You know, okay, Crystal Palace, when you have uh, Batswahi and you have Zaha, uh, you know, always dangerous, right? Always dangerous. Jordan Ayew. I mean, they've got good players. But I didn't pick them to win. I thought this would be a draw. Palace win away, plus 165. By the way, they were the bookmakers' favorites, so clearly the bookmakers knew more than I did in that game so there we go let's move along the Sunday games Fulham Leicester City I thought Leicester who had been struggling a little bit as of late uh, a little two game stinker they lost against Everton a drew against Everton then they lost 3-1 at home against Leeds I thought eh you know they're away at Craven Cottage small pitch difficult to play not so uh, it turns out Fulham that was not the upset Leicester City won and at minus 109, they probably deserved it. Uh, Burnley, Man City. I did pick Man City to win, and they did. That should be no surprise. Although probably, maybe the surprise on that match wasn't that they won. It was that it was only two goals. But, you know, two goals is all you need to do. Uh, Leeds, Everton. Once again, I thought Leeds might get it done at Ellen Road, scoring a lot of goals. High-paced team. You know, I keep forgetting how physical Everton are, though, when I do these match predictions, which is something we're going to talk about with the Man United match in the next segment. Uh, but regardless, uh, there you have it. Um, Everton actually winning this one at Ellen Road. I'm wrong again. Aston Villa, West Ham. I had predicted that this would be a draw. Um, you know, Villa have a way about them. Uh, they can be very good when they're away from home. At home, not so good. But, you know, the Hammers are impressing me right now. They get a 3-1 away victory at Villa Park. I didn't get that result. Well done, Aston Villa. And finally, I don't know what to say about Liverpool-Brighton. Uh, I love Liverpool. They're my team. They're tired. They're short of ideas. They're lacking in confidence right now. They're certainly missing their solid defense that they've used to, used to be having. And um, I think this team is in some trouble. Uh, they will pull out, but this match coming up this weekend is of enormous import to them uh, in terms of being able to defend or at least have a say in defending their title. Uh, they don't look as good, quite frankly, as any of the other teams right now in the, the other three teams in the top four. Having said that, I, I don't think it's like super emergency time. I think this is really just a function of fatigue, injuries. And look, every team has a horrible schedule and injuries. But there's also another thing going on, and let's get to it on the other side of the break, and we'll get to it when we talk about 
the Liverpool Manchester City game coming up in the Premier League. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Gieber. I've got to go to break. I'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio. Sports Byland Broadcast Network, Series XM. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again at midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern time on the East Coast. That late version on Sports Overnight America. I uh, hope you will join me on either one. If you missed any part of the show, you can uh, check me out on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. That's the Believe podcast network. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can also find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. We can continue the discussion there. And there are lots of discussion points that we're going to get to over the next few days and weeks. Not all about the Premier League, of course. We've still got to continue the discussion about Lionel Messi. Uh, you know, where he goes in the summer is really, really, really going to be interesting. Let's talk about Jose Mourinho at Tottenham. You know, at what point does he overstay his short? Does he does he he overstay his short stay uh, at Tottenham? Is it coming up? What's the problems at Spurs? Let's talk about it. Chelsea. Let's see. New manager, new view, new results. Wow, was that really the problem? We got to talk about that. Talk about the new Champions League proposal, and we need to talk closer to home here in Major League Soccer about some of the labor disputes that are going on. So those are the topics that we will be covering here in the next few days. Next week, as we get into it, obviously, we will be talking about the Premier League as well and getting ready for the Champions League. I'm so excited it's kicking off again. But wait, just wait until I tell you what UEFA is proposing and how they want to change a Champions League. And even more than that, this new proposal apparently supported by a lot of the big teams in UEFA. All right. Hope you enjoyed the show. I'll chat to you on Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. East Coast time. Check us out in the Believe Podcast Network. I want to thank our sponsors, betonline.ag and Kansas City Stakes. Till Monday, enjoy the football. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.